Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 557, titled Surprise Me. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and with me as always, I got my good buddy, Mr. Mark. Hey everybody, how are you doing? What up, what up? Is this is this where we should like pretend that we just weren't talking for the last hour? Like, hey bud, how you doing? <laughs> I think we've been talking yeah. for more than that. I think it's been almost yeah. an hour and a half to we sat down to record and just started yeah. talking and it's like oh it's been an hour and a half almost two hours we should mm-hmm. probably start recording i know right so uh, the reason why i mentioned is i listen to this one podcast it's a husband and wife talking about games and at the beginning they're like hey how you doing oh, i'm good you know how you doing honey and it's like <laughs> all right you guys live in the same house <laughs> you probably prep for the show why fake like the hello and it's it's like uh that reminds me of when somebody's like walking like in a tv show and Uh then like somebody just up is like appears in the in the shot and they're like where'd you come from it's like are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) if you were actually walking in the street you didn't see them for the last five minutes while you were walking towards them they surprised you like that so anyway This is a show about gaming, Xbox, anything else we want to talk about, including tacos and towels. Uh, But uh, taco life. Yes, we'll we'll stick to gaming as much as we can. And this is uh, a show being done for fans by fans of the Microsoft Xbox. We're not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way, and opinions on the show are not uh, reflective of those of Microsoft. So, with that all out of the way. What have you been playing? I think before we do that, you mentioned something in our pre-show. I mentioned I wanna, a lot I of wanna, things. I want a taco update. A taco you, update? You were talking about last week the the new taco shells from Taco Bell with the Was it? Doritos. I'm not so sure that's what we were talking about, but I'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> so uh, my understanding is you have now tried these things. Yeah, the flaming hot tacos. Yeah, so I want your review on the flaming hot tacos. Not a fan. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's flaming hot Doritos or Los Tacos. I forget what it's called, but it's a flaming hot Doritos taco, and I like spicy. I like the Doritos tacos. My favorite was the fiery. This one is just, it's like too much flaming hot. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love spicy. Like when I have buffalo wings, I always get like the hottest. You know, I sometimes eat like jalapenos with dinner, like raw jalapenos. I just bite them and stuff. But like this one, it's like, it's not a, so like, you know, there's like good spicy and there's bad spicy. It's just like, it's too much on the spicy side and it doesn't taste good. But I like the fiery ones much better. So that's that. It's yeah. better than a chalupa. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not a fan of. Dude. Oh, no, that's to the heart, man. No, I, I said that, that just to mess with you. I would actually rather eat a chalupa than chalupa is the greatest thing. The only thing at Taco Bell worth eating. But, anyways, we're not yeah. getting paid to sponsor them. So, no. I thought it would be fun to have a. But if they want to, follow-up. we can talk. <laughs> We can't be bought, talk about. Yeah, if, if they want to make a TXL box. <laughs> yes, that would be so cool. Yeah, oh. with like our faces on it. Oh, dude, that, that would sell sweet. billions. 
I know, Describe right? Pictures alone. Yeah. So. so. All right. Should we talk about the towels? No. No. But I okay. do want to talk about uh, what I played, which is Gems of War. Um, I played some Fortnite, and uh, I was going to talk about something there. Um, you know, yeah, I do want to take a minute to talk about something because. So I never really. Okay. You're all choked uh, up about it. I'm all choked up about it. I'm a little bit clamped. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> um, so, like, I never played squads or duos or solos because I, I just never liked it. I'd get slaughtered. And yeah. then somebody um, informed me that you could create an account on your cell phone, on the mobile version, and make that person the party leader. And they would go into squads. And it didn't matter who else was on the team. They could have been on a console, on a PC, or whatnot. But everybody would get pulled into a mobile server. Okay. And, and also, sorry, Rob, if I'm, you know, you know, sounds like, you know, I might be, I know I'm sharing this with you for the first time. We didn't talk about this before. So I know you're unaware of this, but, um, and I apologize if you consider this cheating. So Just get I started, out with it. Get out I started with doing it. this, right? And I found out that I could win every single <laughs> squad match. Nice. It nice. was like victory royale, victory royale. It was like, this is awesome. Because you're playing against people on mobile devices that can't move very well. <laughs> so <clears throat> I started like always doing this. Well, you know, my daughter has really started playing a lot through this uh, quarantine with one of her friends. Oh, nice. And they play on their switch. And she was telling me like, well, dad, I don't know why you do that. It's not that hard. My, me and my friend, we win every match we play. So I'm like, Hmm. I wonder if I even bought need a, do I need a mobile phone? So I was so playing. I think with mobile and switch are the same servers. Bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the other day, all three of my kids and I, we sat down. All three of them are on switches. I'm on the Xbox. We get in and 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 get this. I'm the party leader. We go into a game, and and very quickly, I'm like, I'm thinking, this is a mobile server, because yeah. you can just tell by the way people move. Like you're not seeing a lot of the jumping up and down, and and on occasion you'll run into it, and that's because somebody's probably doing the same thing we are um but it's very rare to see like people jumping up and down and juking left and right and and all that they kind of just tend to run towards you and shoot and it's kind of funny because that's I what i that do normally that's all i have to do that's what i normally do too so yeah. i can just stand there i don't even move anymore i just stand there and go boom 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 and they're dead <laughs> yeah and we pulled out victory Royale one after another, after another, like we couldn't, we didn't lose a single single squad match. And I'm like, this is, you know, I don't have to deal with my phone anymore. I just have to have my kids in here. Nice. (laughs) So, you know, if you want a slightly, slightly, very, uh, a much easier way to play squads or solos or, or duos in Fortnite, uh, well, not not. Yeah, not I don't think solos, solos would solos work. Solos wouldn't work. I'm sorry. So, but duos or squads uh, have someone sign in on either a mobile phone or a switch and have them in your party. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. uh, makes the game a lot more. And it's not that it's. 
I mean, it makes it very easy. <laughs> but what, what I do like about it is you can, like in Team Rumble, I always like to play Team Rumble because, like, well, when I die, I can come back and I can still try to do the challenges or if I'm trying to traverse from one place to another or doing things, it, it you know, it's really hard typically in squads because you really got to focus on the squad and not so much on the different challenges. Well, now you can do both. Right. It's like, oh, let's go fly under this bridge. And, oh, there's people down there. Oh, well, we'll get them later, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Or we'll just hover and someone will start shooting at them, you know? Um, and uh, it's it just makes it makes the game less stressful. <laughs> so I probably just ruined it by saying that, but I'm sure people know about it already. So anyways, that's my little tip for that's Fortnite. That's <clears throat> um, Also completed zombie army four completed the campaign on oh that wow one. okay um fun game i do have one more level it's like a dlc map um that i'm gonna go run through um, probably this week but um i did finish the main story so i got a lot of stuff to play in there so i know gunny and gibbs and comrade are are out there so i've been playing with them off and on uh, and if i know comrades already 100 percent of the game has every achievement done She's just a beast. When she sets her when she sets her, her a game, she does like one game, and she will finish that thing to completion. I talked about this last week about look at her scorecard, um, or her gamer card, and it's I did, did it, I did it I think today, it was today. I was talking to her, and it was just like I went and looked at her her player card. It was just like hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, sixty five. I'm like, oh well, that's Red Dead Two. That's gonna take her a while. 100%, 100%, zero. And I was like, hey, hey, what's this zero one? And she goes, oh, I got that. Um, I haven't started it yet. Uh, I'm going to get to it. <laughs> so, but oh, yeah, that's, she, that's she, the proper way to do it. She's a completionist. So, but um, she's cool too because she's even told me today when you're ready to work on your zombie army achievements, let me know. I'll jump in and help out. So, Nice. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's a great person to play with. But uh, yeah, if you do that, play with her, it's about achievements. So <laughs> just be forewarned. Um, no, that that's the right way to do it. Because like the way that I do it, where I start every game, <laughs> yeah, and then before I even get into it, I start another game, and then in the end, you basically start lots of games and you play nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but um, yeah, that was fun. And and the hard part is. So when I kept, oh, it was with Fortnite because the next game, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, you and I spent so much time this last week or two, couple weeks in that game that when I went back to Fortnite, I kept hitting the wrong button to oh, yeah. squat and it would put up like go into the build menu. And, it, and at first I was like, oh, they changed the controls. How rude. Why did they do that? And then I realized, oh, no, wait, I bet you it's because I'm, I'm thinking Wolfenstein, like my brain is on Wolfenstein and I'm muscle memory you know you're hitting a different you're thinking of a different game to squat or to crouch and i'm I'm hitting the wrong thing in Fortnite. so i kept throwing up like oh you want to go build like no i'm in the middle of a gunfight mm -hmm. so, uh, which really wasn't a big deal on a mobile server but <laughs> <laughs> just saying um could, zombie army 4 is, yeah oh and zombie army 4 is on sale right now uh there's this non-halloween sale or unhalloween or something like that's going on there's only like three or four days left but zombie army 4 is in there i don't recall how much it was 
uh, discounted, but that game is uh, on sale right now. So check it out. It's fun, fun game. Um, if you have it or if you have Zombie Army Trilogy and want someone to play, hit me up. I've got all all of them, so I would be more than happy to play. I love that game. I uh, mentioned Wolfenstein Youngblood. So Rob and I this week have completed the story, completed Whoa. every single mission in the game, <laughs> found all the treasure maps. There's like no. nothing left <laughs> except if we want to go and grind out the remaining achievements which uh i don't know rob if i've got i've been trying to do this i played some today mm-hmm. just running around okay i gotta work on pistols and so i find what i gotta level up to mastery 10 and uh, i don't think i'm gonna have the stamina to do every weapon to level 10 and to get to spend probably another 30 hours in this game to try to get your character fully upgraded and I uh, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no, I mean, I was kind of thinking about that as well. And I mean, I love the game. You know, I love the story. I love the, you know, the, the comedy between the two girls. Yeah. <laughs> just I, I love their banter and stuff that they do. And yeah, Mark always gets me on the up high, down low, too slow thing. Every <laughs> single time yeah, when you go in the elevators uh between levels uh the girls go through elevators There's like a little video clip that they do constantly and this one seems to pop up a lot and yeah. uh, he always gets me but uh you know i really enjoyed the story and the different missions and stuff like that and for me you know you know i'll play it for the sake of playing but you know going through and, and getting all the mastery it's like not that I don't have interest in it, but it's not rewarding for me. I mean, I've yeah. never been one to feel compo- compelled to, you know, 1,000 a game. You know, I know yeah. a lot of people love it. It's very satisfying. But when you have, like, only, what was, what was that, Avatar or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, like, my only game that's 1,000. Yeah. And, uh you know, there was some game I was playing. I forgot which one it was. I even made a comment on the show. It was about a year ago. I'm like, I finished the entire game, and it's like, I don't think I even got one achievement. How does that happen? That was the brother, A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I think, I remember you talking about that, and I think that one, you had to go, you can't, you don't get anything for just playing the game. Like, you had to go out of your way to do stuff. Yeah, forget get, that. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is really lame, but yeah, the, uh, which might not be a good for our next one. Oh, I see. Well, actually, yeah. actually, I think it will be because I heard from my friend Comrade that you can get every. So Rob and I already have our next co-op game purchased. It was on sale for the Xbox Spring Sale. We got um, a way out, mm-hmm. which is a true co-op game. Uh, my understanding is you can't even play it by yourself with AI. You have to have another partner. Okay. So we both picked the game up, and that's going to be our next foray into a, a co-op. So we're going to have some, we'll be talking about that in the coming weeks. And you really uh, twisted my arm on that, by the way. Yeah. It's like, hey, buy this game. Okay. <laughs> I was like, seven fifty. dollars It's like, it costs less than a meal at McDonald's. So. It costs so. less than three Flamin' Hot Tacos. <laughs> Supremes. <laughs> so that, but... But anyways, the the makers of a brother of Tale of Two Sons are the ones who made a way out. Yeah. And that's so, a great game, by the way. Love the Brothers of 
uh, Tale of Two Sons. So yeah, well, this will be very different from that, but mm-hmm. it'll it'll be fun because we'll get to co-op it. So, um, all right. So Wolfenstein. I will say this about Youngblood, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how many times that after an engagement, I was like, <gasps> like having to catch my breath. I'd swear I stopped breathing probably half the time we were playing. It was oh, yeah. so like intense. intense and, yeah. And even as we got more powerful, man, it wasn't that the enemies got harder. It was, I, I'd swear they just sent more at you and various types. So it would just get crazy. And at times it's like you're spinning and jumping and shooting and you're getting shot in the back and you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you're just like, ah, and I hear you going, ooh, 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 and I'm going, ah, ah. <laughs> and it's just, it was funny. Like if we had, mm. you know, I, I would, we should almost have like the connects hooked up and do like, what is that? IGN playthrough or whatever. Like video or something. Yeah. yeah like just record us playing these things. <laughs> So with our cameras yeah, on, so people that would be comedy like, gold. <laughs> it would be. It's just like oh for not for us, just for everybody laughing at us. Yeah, laughing at us. Look at these idiots. It's an, it's an easy yeah. level, and they can't play. So now I remember when we first started playing the game, and I think I was like getting caught up in it, like more than you at at the beginning. And yeah. you're like, "What are you doing? It sounds like you're pooping." And I'm like, "I'm holding my <laughs> breath." Like, <"Argh." laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, but it it got to me, but like, yeah, it ramped up, and I was making all the noises too, and just like feeling like I was gonna have a heart attack. I swear, by the time we're done, it's like, oh, <laughs> he's just like, let's stand in the corner here. I gotta catch my breath. Like, yeah. my heart rate come back down. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the music. I don't know if it's just the you know, the combat and the the just oh. Because I was thinking a little bit about that, and I think it has a couple of things, right? Number one, so it's co-op, right? So you have the two, it's two-person co-op only, and you are sort of tied together from the standpoint of you can do these things called peps. So Mark had uh, boost the health, and I had, I think, I think mine. Yours was armor. Yeah, actually, mine was maximize armor. And right. then I think you switch to the maximize health later on. Uh, yeah. Eventually yeah. when I got it unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think initially you were like given 50 health or something. Yeah. Something like that. Maxed it. So as you're playing the game, we had different abilities. So that caused you to play the game different. Cause you were able to cloak yourself, make yourself invisible. I was able to like smash into things. Right, like, like ram them and like knock the guys over and stuff. And so, you know, I would, you would always, I would joke around, do your Leroy Jenkins running into the, <laughs> <laughs> into the room cloaked and I would have to stay back. And as part of that pep system, you also had to stay close. So you couldn't pep from far away. And then, you know, like you would be discovered, you know, because some characters, I guess, can see the, see through the cloak or they can detect it if you do something. And then you're like, help, help. I need, you know, armor. (laughs) And then, you know, I would try to run close so I could pep you. Or if you get hurt too bad, you get knocked down. And then you have like what, 15, 10, 15 seconds 
yeah to be revived or you use up one of your three shared lives so so that was something that is added to the normal gameplay of shooting nazis Mm -hmm. that causes the gameplay to actually be very i'll say complicated Do, do you know what i mean it's it, it adds a the, new it adds a new level of complexity um, yeah, yeah because, and stress <laughs> oh yeah because you know like let's say mark would get knocked down i'm being attacked now i'm trying to either a kill the guys that are attacking me so i can go over to him or i just dart over in his direction and and reviving the person is very similar to like fortnite or a lot of those other games you know, so you have to be like right next to them and then they get revived. Actually, it was fairly quick with the upgrades. It's usually like yeah, two, three yeah. seconds, but you still have to be like right next to them. And if they got knocked down, chances are they're surrounded by guys. Yep. So, and if, if you got knocked down, then like, I would always try to go somewhere either hidden or out of the way. So you could revive me without being annihilated while you're doing it. So there was that plus the other thing I wanted to add is particularly like the underground levels. So these were like sewers kind of, which they called the underground and almost every single area that you had a battle. And this is worth multiple, multiple enemy. You can easily be surrounded because the AI was very good at flanking you. Yeah. You know, a lot of games, they're just in front of you, right? The enemy is like right in front of you and they're just standing there shooting at you, kind of like people on mobile servers in Fortnite. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But it's like there were so many times in that game where, you know, I thought I had a good position and I'm shooting guys down the hallway. And then all of a sudden something's shooting me and I turn around and it's like one of those fast moving robot guys. You, oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? It's yep, like the Spider-Man guys. Yeah. There's these like super fast robots that could like climb walls and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, so you get surrounded all the time and then, you know, all of those things together, uh, really amp it up. And then the, the soldiers, the soldaten or whatever that you're fighting, there's so many different versions of them, right? There's the regular people guys. Then there's like the small robots, the medium sized robots, the dogs, the huge robots, there's dogs. And then the drones. And there's like robot dogs. And then there's real dogs with explosive vests on them. <laughs> yeah. Doberman with, uh, yeah. dude, I freak out every time I hear roof, roof. I was like, Oh crap. I start spinning like crazy. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then the the also that whole shared life thing, like you we have three lives between us. If we if we die, so if I die, if he couldn't get to me when I was down and I didn't didn't revive me in enough time, then I can I would die and I would respawn and it would use one of the lives. If and you have three, if you lose all three of those, then the game is over, and you like reset at the beginning of that mission, like you never did it. So you could be right at the end fighting the boss, which has happened to us, and yeah. eh, you're all dead, and you got to start it all over. So mm-hmm. 
that was that just added a whole nother level of stress. And thankfully, there are shared life crates that you can find in the world that takes both of you to open, but then you gain a heart back or you know, a life back. And it was just like, I remember when we were down to one, dude, we we're just like stopping everything. Like, we got to find a crate. We got to find a crate, you know, running around. Oh, there's one yeah. over here. Hurry up, you know. And it's just like, I remember just getting us the two. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's All like. Right. We can yeah. manage this. We got two. Let's try to find a third one. But yeah, when when we would be at like none, right? Because if you lose all three, then the next time is I think when yeah, game over. When when yeah, it resets you. You know, it there is a very big compulsion to like not take any risks whatsoever. Yep. I remember times we'd be like, "Oh, let's not go that way." There's people down there, <laughs> and we'd backtrack to go find trying to find a crate. Yeah. So. And then you find the crate and it's like Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> get some. Yeah. yeah. So great game. I think it's actually, I believe it's still on Game Pass. Yeah, it is. So if you haven't played it, um, you know, I, I I recommend checking it out. It and I'm not a Wolfenstein fan, but I had and a I blast am. with yeah, I had a yeah. blast with this game and and I think a lot of it, I really believe, is because I played co-op. Because I sure. played this by myself. Um, like, right now I'm doing it because we're done. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to run around and shoot people with pistols. And it's still satisfying. I mean, I'm still, like, enjoying doing that, just running around and killing Nazis. But at the same time, it's like, I don't think I would ever played through the game unless I was playing with you. you See, know? I, and I kind of wonder... So, like, on the flip side, I've talked about this game or about the Wolfenstein series a lot. It's one of my favorite series. I loved the original uh, that came out a couple of years ago with the New Order and also um, uh, the Colossus, what, Wolfenstein 2. It's like, I love all of those. And this is a continuation of the same stuff, okay? The difference is it's the two girls, the the two daughters of uh, B.J. Blazkowicz, the uh, the main character of the yeah. other ones. And so the characters are a little bit different from the standpoint of the main character is different. BJ's, well, I'm not going to, never mind. I didn't say anything. I was going to go into spoiler territory. Yeah. <laughs> but, we, we don't want to do that. Yet. Yeah. But the overall feel of the game is largely the same or the feel of all of the games is largely the same. The, the main difference I would say is I think Youngblood is lighter, meaning timeline. No, the 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 other games are much darker. Really, oh. like Wolfenstein Two is it's not a happy game. There's like morally disturbing things in there. Do you even did you even try to? I think so. Yeah. So like. I'll talk about like the beginning of the game because you can probably see it online and it doesn't give away anything. But uh, the, main, the BJ has these flashbacks of like when he was a kid and he apparently had like an abusive father and just the stuff that like the dad would do where like, you know, he would like beat his mom and he would like beat BJ, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. um and then there's one part where like 
the dad actually takes BJ, like ties his arms to, um, I don't know if it was like, it was something like some piece of wood or something like that. Ties his like wrists together and then puts his shot, puts a shotgun in his hands and like demands that he shoot the family dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like disturbing stuff. And then there's like some stuff with the general, like the evil general lady. Oh yeah. I, I, I never made it all the way through the game. Yeah. I may, I may end up going back to it because, um, I do remember that lady and like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because like, she was from the other game. It's jacked up, man. She is yeah. wicked. But you know, it's it's like it's disturbing and it's like not happy stuff. And the stuff that she does like affects the character to where he's like, you know, it's almost like I'm gonna avenge the death. But it's also got some humor in it like when he yeah. finds a hatchet uh for the first time and it's added to his like throwable like inventory or his weapon inventory uh-huh. you know he, he goes there's a lot of things you can do with a hatchet and a nazi <laughs> you know it's like, <laughs> it's like a little bit of humor and he does like do a lot of one-liners but for the most part the game is like very dark and like serious because like all this like bad stuff happens to the characters that he's with and um you know it's well i guess that happened with the girls too right with with abby <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah we talked about does, does that, that hurt, hurt? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness when she's got like the bad guy stuck a knife in her eye <laughs> it's like does it hurt but uh, uh if I had one complaint on this game, yeah, I would say it would be the fact that the girls went from like right at the very beginning, like they were new, they'd never killed anyone, you know, and then that whole opening scene, which kind of you know make brings them into that world and how they reacted to all of a sudden it's just like woohoo, like you know. They, they they ramped up real quick to be killers. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, if you remember, they were like doing training and stuff, like shooting right. and right. No, I, but, I get that, but yeah. the whole act of like your first kill, you know. Yeah. And, 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 that was so freaking cool, Jess. <laughs> or so uh but anyways. But, but what I was gonna say is like, you know, there are some fundamental differences, but the overall feel of the game and like you know, the different like Nazi soldiers and the Panzer hounds that's like consistent through all of the games. So it's like, you know, even though the storylines are different, the characters are different. Um, I think there's like what 30 years, 20, 30 years between the different games. Yeah. Um, in storyline, you know, the overall feel of the game is the same and it's like a continuation of it like even the beginning of uh of uh, wolfenstein 2 it's like such a novel experience because bj was on a uh submarine i believe or some kind of boat or something and he's trying to get out and he's actually in a wheelchair i don't know if you remember that from the beginning yes. of the game i remember yeah, so, playing in a wheelchair yeah yeah so <laughs> he can't walk. He's like too exhausted. And, um, 
you know, then he, um, you know, finds the wheelchair and he's like wheeling himself in the wheelchair and he's got the machine pistol. Yeah. <laughs> he's like killing Nazis. And do you remember when, um, you remember that, well, let's just say in, in the new game, we noticed something about BJ in the game that he had like that thing around his neck. Remember we made a comment. I don't remember about him. There were like, there was this thing around his neck and you saw like scars like on his chest or something. Oh yeah. 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 I, I think I know what happened. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I don't want to have it be a spoiler. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you later because something so are, are you are you are we done with you talking about your games uh i'll, I'll go on to mine <laughs> uh no <laughs> no okay well I got one more i just got one more game here i'll, I'll just say this real quick okay. it's so i i started playing a wolfenstein 2 uh, again the other day and then um i wound up restarting it and starting from the beginning again and there was uh i ran into a character uh in there that uh kind of made it clear as to what happened ah okay but uh yeah good times anyway go back go back to your thing so the only other thing i've got was um there i mentioned that halloween or the unhalloween sale going on so there's oh, a it's like horror games or something right well i guess i guess um, this one I picked up. I picked up two games today. One is called Guns, Goons, and Cannoli. And oh, I remember I, that. I got it for like a buck and a half or something. And mm. then I got Guns, Goons, and Cannoli 2 for like, I think, three or four bucks. Um, I watched That's still trailer. not as cheap as some Ubisoft games. <laughs> well, I watched it. <clears throat> so I was checking out the trailer. It's a side scroller. Yeah. So, Rob, if you haven't tried these, I I really believe you will like these. Um, really, it's I, a, I remember when they came out, when when well, we talked about them in the what's coming out this week thing, and oh yeah, I, I remember like really, but I'll have to look at it again. Take a look at it because it's it's side scrolling. You are like a mob guy. There's a story to it, and of course, you know you end up you're trying to hunt down somebody to bring back to the big boss man and. Uh, you end up going to this thug town or whatever it's called, and and it's like overtaken by zombies and stuff. So you're you're fighting zombies as you go, but it's really fun. Um, and the artwork is incredible. Like the it, it's really impressive. I'm just very impressed with the artwork on this game. Okay. Um, so I, I really you know recommend people check it out. Um. Yeah. So both of um, those are cheaper than a Dorito Los Tacos Flamin' Hot yeah, Supreme. There you go. Yep, exactly. So check it out. I was playing that first one today and it's it's fun. Okay. <laughs> it's it's probably gonna be a challenge. I don't know if it's something I can get through. I tend to have a hard time with those types of games, but and I'm I'm playing it on easy and it's like holy buckets, it's hard. But it's easier than Ori, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, so far. <laughs> okay. So, but that's it. That's okay. my games played. All right. So uh, I did a little bit of Fortnite. Um, one thing that's interesting about Fortnite is apparently in the uh, Battle Royale and some Save the World communities, uh, there's a lot of hate for the game all of a sudden. 
uh, I don't know if it's groupthink, but or you know just the latent stuff from the last season being way too long, and then the current season being extended through June. But uh, yeah, it's just amazing. Like all of the folks that are streaming and YouTubing are just piling on the hate about all the stuff that Fortnite's doing wrong. So it's it's very interesting. And again, I think it's like groupthink and you know they're complaining about like nitpicky things um in particular you know they're talking about you know how certain weapons you know may not be ideal there hasn't been any like fresh updates the updates that they've been coming out with are you know kind of lame or they're monetizing things you know kind of like what's happened with this week they have that that uh like rapper guy or or whatever yeah whatever whatever his name is like you know, he's on there and it's like, well, you know, they've done stuff in the past, you know, like the star Wars, they've had, uh, the John wick thing and Deadpool. they had a Deadpool Adidas, um, uh, you know, different like movie events, marshmallow. Yep. So, you know, there's been stuff in the past and it's like, you know, the way that I think that they do it does not detract from the game. You, you know what All I mean? Right. It's, I think it's handled well. And, you know, the people that are like into that, uh, into that artist, you know, they'll probably buy the skin. And if you, you know, if you don't like it, uh, don't buy it, you know, it's who cares. But there's also been, uh, I watched a guy this morning. uh, There's this one kid that does a pretty good, uh, like uh, YouTube channel, uh, Demon Joe France or Demon Joe FR is his, name in the game but uh he does some pretty good uh analysis of things and he's pretty good about you know talking about updates and and various things and and he was bringing up because he was talking specifically about save the world which between the two is is personally like my favorite i I like save the world a lot battle royale is fun but it's a little more mindless uh compared to save the world and no, it's just the same thing over and over. You know what I mean? It's got appealing things to it, but I know. I think Save the World is, you know, more puzzly. It's challenging, leveling up and stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, he was talking about it's like the game apparently now is out for close to three years. And what? Wow, that's a long time. And it's yeah. still in beta. <laughs> Well, that's one thing that he mentioned because it was supposed to go because it's still an early release beta, whatever. And, you know, he brought up that a lot of people paid money like you and I both have uh, to, um, you know, get the founders stuff. And, you know, here's the game it still hasn't progressed. And they've had uh, like the fourth biome has been out for a long time. It still doesn't have a story. So like biomes one, two, and three do that Stonewood Plankerton and Candy Valley, yeah. but Twine Peaks, it has no story. All it is is just mission after mission after mission. Just, you know, collect this in, you know, this kind of, you know, in, in a suburb zone or right. in a, do this in a, in a city zone. There's like no story or anything. And he brought up some good points and that was interesting uh, to me because, you know, I, I agree with some of the stuff that he said, but, uh, you know, going back to the battle Royale stuff, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just like everybody that's got a channel on YouTube in particular, 
Uh, I don't know about the streamers so much because I don't watch their stuff. Uh, at least I don't watch the streams, the live streams. But uh, I have seen some of the YouTube videos where the guys just, they lay into it. It's like 10, 15, 20 minutes of just ripping on on Fortnite and why people are leaving and, you know, they're going to play Valorant or they're going to play Warzone or, or something else. And, you know, my take on what they're doing is, you know, that there's a lot of groupthink. You know, I think the game is still evolving. You know, do I agree with everything that they're doing? No, but still the game is what it is. And, um, you know, it's like, if you don't want to, whoa, sorry. <laughs> if you don't want to play Fortnite, don't. And the, what they forget is like a lot of these streamers, they play not necessarily because it's fun. They play what people watch, right? At least that's how I would be. You know, if, if I'm playing Fortnite and I'm not getting a lot of views, but then I started playing like Barbie's dream house, Adventureland, or something. I don't know if it's a real game or not, but it might be oh, fun. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you don't, if know. I start playing that and I get like 50 times the views and I start seeing the avenue, the, you know, the ad revenue coming in, guess what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving around Barbie in her pink Corvette. That's what's happening. But, uh, you know, it's, you, know, you got to look at like the monetary things for some of these people. And and you know what? For a lot of these YouTubers, doing a hate video gets a lot more views than just another week of gaming too. Sure. So, but anyway, it was interesting that there's a lot of people trashing the game, talking about how Valorant and Warzone and, you know, insert your other Battle Royale PvP game, you know, how much that's better than Fortnite currently is and how they're leaving. But I bet six months from now they'll still be playing fortnite because that pays the bills but anyway so maybe that's the reason why i'm able to kill people all the streamers have left there you go exactly that works for me <laughs> yeah it's like we want them to leave yeah now i have so, a shot <laughs> yeah we can actually win but uh yeah so i played some fortnite uh of course wolfenstein 2 and the um young bloods think of the name there for a second and i think that's about it so okay an hour later we're done talking about what we're about what we played yeah i enjoyed it yeah me too so here let's get on with the stories uh for this week i, I don't here i'm gonna i'm gonna screw this up again i don't think we got a whole lot so this should go fairly quick <laughs> <laughs> four hours show later yes jinxed it again that's right we'll just stay on topic my friend yes 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 <laughs> all right so first up is uh there's an update that came uh, uh in april here called the get this april 2020 update and it rolled out a surprise me button to everyone have you seen this thing uh this is in the advanced group no it's Supposedly out to everybody now. Uh, I haven't seen it. No. Uh -uh. So um, here, here I'll, I'll just read this thing that they've got. Is it on the blue. dashboard? Here it says we've added a new surprise me button to your games. When you're not sure what you want to play next, surprise me suggests a game at random in your library that matches your filter criteria. The button is located in the upper right-hand corner of my games and apps. 
and can also be found by pressing the menu button on your controller when highlighting the title of a group. So, okay. so I've seen this thing. I've never used it because I kind of think of it like there's Google has some kind of button like that too. I remember, I don't know if they still do or whatever it is where it's like, it randomly pulls up a search for you. And I'm like, why would I want that? I'm not that bored. It's like, when I search for things, I search with purpose and I like, I figured it would just point me to like one of the rare replay games <laughs> and I would just have to back out of it and then pick something else to play. But, uh, if you really can't decide what to play, you're just open for anything. You want a couple of different, uh, options like out of the blue, out of your library, you might want to check this out. Hence the name of our show. Surprise me. I'm looking for the surprise me button. I don't see it. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's in the right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not very obvious when you look at it. It doesn't like scream like here I am. <laughs> Did you find it? I'm, I'm over here. Mm -hmm. You said it's in the menu button. It's like I said, it's not a very obvious standout button. So you can find it in the upper right hand corner of my games and apps and also by pressing the menu button on your oh, controller <laughs> when highlighting the title of a group did you it, see it hidden in plain sight it doesn't say surprise me it looks like a package like a but yeah it says surprise me when i highlight it yeah well let me see i'm gonna click it and it's recommending shadow of the tomb raider well that's a good game what if i hit it again hit Dead it again i have six core fighters Okay, whatever. Because you know, I think that's, you know, because I've done the thing where I'm scrolling through my library. Like, what am I going to play? Let me pick something to play. It's like, you don't really want to play anything that you've played recently. You want something new, but you're not sure what to play. And I usually just wind up scrolling through like all, what now? It's like 300 games that I got in the, from uh, Game Pass and um, games with gold over the past couple of years just scrolling through the whole list and in the end no decision is the best decision then i just go watch tv <laughs> here at least you do surprise me boom you got something if you don't quite like it it's something else you know again see how it goes do do it one more time do it one more time yeah what's okay. it gonna tell you well i gotta go back to that screen all right here we go hopefully it's Friday. not real replay Rock Band 4, now that I would play. There you go. <laughs> I could see this being good for a game that you forgot about, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. something that you haven't played in years. It's like, yeah, let me give that a shot. Because, like, if if I had all my Rock Band stuff, like, in the room, and I did Rock Band, I'm like, yeah, let me play Rock Band. I Yeah, I probably would have. There and that with that one, I probably would have been like, yeah, let's play a few of these. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, so, yeah. Uh, check out surprise me and uh you might be surprised at, with what it comes up with <laughs> see what i did there yeah all right next up uh, so this is kind of a question i was kind of wondering about and let me ask uh ask this of you uh just see what you think so you know the series x is coming out you know we saw the take apart right the disassembly where the dudes you know kind of magneted the whole thing together stuck it in the case yeah the new system, of course, has a disk drive. Should they come out with 
and all digital, no disk drive. And if they do, would you buy it? Yes. Yes. To which I do both? Not, I don't need a drive at this point. I'm, I've am i been all digital this round uh, with the Xbox One X or the Xbox One. Um, I've been, I mean, I've got drives in my consoles, but I don't ever use them for anything. Mm-hmm. I digitally stream my TV, my movies. I download all video games, uh, purchase them all digitally. Uh, I haven't used that drive in a very long time. So, and anything flips. that's and anything that's back compatible is now, I think, available digitally. Yep. So that was really the only reason I think it was really needed before. It should be interesting if, like, let's say the Xbox had the disk drive and also had a shredder in it. That'd be like an interesting way to convert your disk copies to to digital. It's like, you know, uh, you put your disk in there and then you choose convert to digital. It chews up the disk, <laughs> spits it out, now unusable, and now you have a digital in your library. That'd be interesting. But uh, I would also agree. I, I would, I really don't care at all about the disk drive. I've got... Uh, like this Xbox here that I've got on my computer table. It's an Xbox one S I don't even know if the drive works. I have never used it. Not even once on my X that's in the uh, family room. I don't think I've ever used the disc in there either. Although no, I, my son did use it once. He had something that he was given as a gift. So he used it in there. But, you know, basically those two systems, I'll count them as never having played a retail game. My original one, I did use that one a couple of times because I remember buying like two or three games in retail versions because they were on deep discounts. This is before they started doing all of the wonderful discounts on digital versions. Because remember, digital versions were full price, right? Right. A game would come out, the digital version would be $59, and then you can find a disc version, you know, at Best Buy or somewhere on sale, Walmart, whatever. You know, it'd be like $10, $20 off. They'd give you, like, uh, gift cards. You know, you get Xbox Live card. or You know, there'd be some kind of perk to buying it. So I bought a couple of games that way, and I've since regretted it because now I have uh, a couple of games that I don't have digital versions. And there was, what was it? There was, I think watchdogs I got as no, for sure. I got watchdogs as a retail disc. And then when it was on sale, like a couple of years ago, I actually bought the digital version. So I didn't need to use a disc anymore because that was real cheap because it's an Ubisoft game, right? <laughs> they go down right. to a dollar. Sometimes I'm looking at you unity, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it's like, it's it's just interesting that, you know, there's a compulsion to like, just not use the discs at all because I have horrible disc keeping um, habits. I leave the discs out. You know, it's like, you, it's like, hey, I want to play this game. So you take the disc that's out of the system and you don't, you can't find the case. So you just put it upside down on the shelf or on the console I'll get it later and later never happens. Yep. 
And then you go to the case and, and you open it up. I want to play this game and it's not in there because <laughs> it's on the shelf still for the last couple of months. But anyway, so I, I think you were unanimously saying that uh, it'd be awesome and I would definitely buy it. You know, if I could, like if the price of the console is, you know, let's say $4.99, if they had an all digital for $4.49, I would get the all digital yeah. without a second thought. Absolutely. Same here. Like, but if it. they were <laughs> if if they were the same price, I would get the disc version, <laughs> the disc drive version, just because. Um, May yeah, well. I, I guess. So, I think they're all going to have drives. I, I I don't think we'll see an all digital version for a while, but eventually they will, just like they did with the Xbox One. Yeah, I imagine they'll. But that was the S. There is no all digital for the X, is there? No, there's not. Yeah. So, yeah, there is some benefit for them not having a lot of SKUs, right? Because that's a different box, that's a different production line, it's a different case, which costs them all money. Yeah. All right. And speaking of the Xbox Series X, uh, it looks like Best Buy, Target, and GameStop have pre-order signups up and live right now. So Target in specific um what they're uh, doing uh, not exactly what they're not exactly what you, they're not signups for pre-order well they're signups for being notified of exactly. pre-order starting okay so i right. should qualify that yeah because i've signed up at all three places <laughs> <laughs> because nice. amazon still doesn't have i plan to go with amazon but yeah they don't have anything on it yet yeah so like like target in specific they've got a landing page for the series X and uh, you just hit the button. It says coming holiday, 2020 get target emails for offers and all the latest info. So as soon as they open it up, they'll probably be emailing people, but the way things go on the interwebs, you know, we'll know <laughs> from the news sites as soon as this happens. So I don't know if we even need the retailers to do it. You know, I wish, I wish Costco did the day one stuff because then, yeah. you know, you might pay a little extra, but you'll get some cool extra stuff. Like, you know, it might be like the systems like 449, you might pay, let's say like, or the 499, you might pay 550 and you'll get like the extra hard drive thing or, you know, the controller or like some pack in games or something, but they usually don't get the systems until a couple of weeks or months later. Yeah boo okay uh next up so uh you know the division it's been out for a couple of years now division two came out a while back and it was really cheap it wasn't like three dollars for a while there <laughs> yeah but uh yeah if you missed out on all of that there's a free trial live now for pc and xbox one uh, i know that they've had the division the original where you could play it for six hours uh and then decide if you want to get the game or not uh, I imagine that this is probably similar. And if you do get the game, then you do transfer over all your progress typically. So um, check it out if you haven't already. Although Division 2 has been out for a while, so I'm sure a lot of folks have already been through it. Um, Not everyone. You... I, I got a little ways into it and then have installed it. It's, something, it's yeah. one of those on my backlog to get to yeah 
Yeah, because Division's good. I mean, it's it's pretty fun. I, I like the uh, the storyline, but you know, when you got you know big mechanical Nazi dogs, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. way more appealing than uh, Washington D.C. I think that's isn't that where uh, the second one is set? The first one was like New yeah. York, Manhattan, or something, right? And the yeah. second one's in D.C. Yeah. <clears throat> so, did you did you click the link for the next one? The yeah, and I Doom controller. I've got some questions here, dude. <laughs> like, how so, in the heck would you ever use this? Yes. So, very good question. So we can talk about it. So, there is a custom Bethesda Doom eternal xbox one controller this thing is crazy looking so the if i look at it i'm like yeah that's that's indicative of doom and the monsters and stuff it looks crazy so there's these like studs right is that the best way to describe it (laughs) there's studs where you would hold it like where your palm would rest and you know, it's, it looks like some kind of armor or something. That's what it reminds me of, like from doom. And, uh, you know, I, I did want to mention that, uh, according to the Xbox team, uh, it's meant for display only. It's not meant to be used, (laughs) but it could be right. Or is it gutted? Um, my understanding is it's a real controller. It's just painful to use. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but this controller is made by the creative wizards of the Xbox team down in Australia and New Zealand, which have brought us such magical things like the Xbox onesie, the controller that is, uh, uh, impervious to fried chicken grease. You know, those guys, right? They made the bonsai tree for Ori. And yep. the wisps. That was so cool, man. Yeah. So this is one of those. Yeah, this is their latest and greatest. Uh it is um again a display piece. It looks pretty cool. Uh definitely not as cool as the um 2077 Cyber, Cyberpunk 2077 controller. Oh, yeah. Which Mark is a big fan of. But not at $75. Yes. That's how much it is. Yeah. And it's really hard to find too. From Oh, I've and seen. those I believe you sent me a video. Those are real scratched. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, what looks to be scratched into the controller is scratched into the controller. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. It's, it was really well done. I want one. So, uh, you know, so the uh, Australian folks that are doing this thing, as usual, it's a contest. So you got to go through um, the contest procedures try to win it and uh, winners also get a bethesda game days t-shirt fun stuff all right and then uh what's next here g4 now yes so not directly xbox related but um i thought i would mention this because in the xbox world slash microsoft world we have their service xcloud right so this is the streaming service that's competing with geforce now the stadia service did did i tell you that i tried it i don't remember if i talked about it on the last show i don't think so yeah i tried stadia um 
I signed up for it because they had like a two month program now for the whole coronavirus stay at home thing. So I'm like, let me give it a try. And I got in, it was like two uh, months of pro service. So you get, I guess like 20 games that you can play because the premise of stadia is it's not like game pass or anything with, um, with X cloud where you get all these games and you can play them. It's really meant to be a streaming service, but you buy the game, right? So you have to pay, you know, 50, 60 bucks for the game and then you can stream it. So I was willing to try it, but I'm not willing to pay 60 bucks for a game. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. If I'm going to pay for a game, I'm going to get it on Xbox. But as part of the pro, they did have a couple of games in the library that you could try. So I wound up trying, I think it was SteamWorld Dig. It's one of those SteamWorld games. I think it was the Dig one. And, um, and I played it for a little while, and it actually ran okay. I was looking for lag, because I've seen a lot of Digital Foundry videos where they're talking about Stadia, and you know they're looking at the lag you know, down to like the frame rate level. Or it's definitely noticeable, but you know, that's on like Doom Eternal or you know, the crazy latest games, you know, running at 4K or you know, 1080p, whatever it is. And SteamWorld Dig, definitely lesser, you know, graphical taxing of the system than something like Doom Eternal, because the art isn't that crazy or good. You know, very much uh, an older style game in terms of graphics, but it ran okay. So, I mean, definitely playable, uh, no real issues. But then again, I did not play any first-person shooters or anything like that, so I can't comment on that. But anyway, going back to uh, GeForce Now, you know, GeForce Now is, of course, NVIDIA's, um, you know, dipping the toe into the streaming market, competing with all of the other services out there. And they've been really struggling with, uh, basically content. So when I forgot when the, the service actually started up, uh, let's see, uh, here it is. It launched in February. So I know it was in beta for some time and, uh, they wouldn't let me in. I signed up for it. How rude. But anyway, they started, uh, the service, you know, public, you know, relaunch release, whatever you want to call it in February. And, you know, they had some issues just like, most other places where they start streaming. But the uh, big thing that happened like early on was Activision, uh, which was part of the beta of GeForce Now, uh, removed its entire game library from the service a week after launch. Then Bethesda pulled most of its games two weeks later. And then... 2K Games pulled their games from NVIDIA. And now, uh, most recently, they're losing games from Warner Brothers Interactive, Xbox Game Studios, and Codemasters. So that's really an interesting situation because on a cloud streaming service, you're relying on the content, right? You're actually buying these games and it's like 
I really don't know what happens to the people that bought these games. I, I, you know, I haven't looked into that, but you know, just imagine like, like, um, I don't know what's some game that just came out. I'm, I'm struggling for a name. Okay. Look here. I, I don't know. Like, like let's say call of duty. Right. Okay. So the latest call of duty game, like you bought it on GeForce now and then they pull the game like a week later. You know, do you still have the game to play? I'm assuming you would. I'm assuming that they would just block new people from buying it because if you have the rights to it, it should stay. That's a good but, question because that's a streaming service. Mm-hmm. That's a good question because I guess it depends on the contracts that were set up with the service provider and the developer because um, if they pull their stuff and say, we don't want our game on the service, then it, they may, then it might be illegal for them to even have it on their servers for people to stream and play it. Right. But then you'd have to issue refunds. I mean, you'd have no choice, I would think. Or again, it's kind of like Xbox Live where if, if something gets pulled, if you bought it, it's still there and available to play. But I when think you're that, on a service, that's di- that could be very different. But I think it's... I think that's a cool thing that Microsoft does because I bet if you look at the EULA of a game that you sign up or that you purchase, you know, people have to remember, it's like you buy a game, you actually don't own the game that you have. You own the ability to play the game and they can rescind it at any time. That's the whole premise of like banning, right? Because they can ban you from a game which basically invalidates your ability to play it anymore. And they're perfectly in the right. And you have no recourse because you did something that you violated and they just take it away from you. It's different than like a book. Cause I mean, a book as an example, if you go to Barnes and Noble, if they're even still around, if you go to Barnes and Noble and you buy, um, what's that latest book that you bought, Mark Harlequin? A romance novel? I'm I'm just kidding. That's okay. So you buy whatever book. <laughs> Mark doesn't wow. read, by the way. I'm just kidding. But you know, it's like you buy the latest uh book, you know, you have a physical copy of it, and people think that it's my book. Well, yeah, you're buying a book, but you're really buying the ability to read it. And that's the only way that they could give it to you in the past. And now in the digital age, that's different, right? And even if you have a retail disc, you know, they could still block you, right? If there's some kind of online aspect, the only way that they can't do anything is if it's like a retail disc for a system that's not connected. But uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting how like all of these companies are, you know, pulling their games off of the service and that could be very detrimental, right? You know, because yeah. uh, Activision. There's nothing left on the service, it seems like. Yeah. You know, Xbox Game Studios might pull their stuff because, you know, Microsoft has their own service. Right. You know, you could potentially say that. Um, but, uh, yeah, stuff is leaving there uh, very quickly. So, uh, you know, I hope that they don't, shut the service down, I think could be beneficial to have competition, you know, as much as, you know, I love Google stuff. I really have no interest in Stadia, you know, 
I tried it as a matter of curiosity. I think that uh, xCloud is of interest to me more than any of the other systems, but yeah, same you here. know, <clears throat> I think we should still have competition. I still want GeForce Now and Stadia to stick around because that helps force innovation and you know price competition. So, uh, so yeah, that's that. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we jump no. on into the community? No, I'm good. Okay. One second. Okay, had a cough. All right. <laughs> and uh, I wanted people to hear Mark saying. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, so on to the community section. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the voicemail widget or send us an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox life, uh, wherever you send us, we'll, uh, you know, play in the show and, uh, you know, talk about, uh, what you said, give your response, whatever you, whatever you talk about. It'd be great. We, we love getting those messages. Also. Send us voicemail, please. Yeah. I'm, I love hearing from you guys. Yes, absolutely. Uh, then, uh, we have a Twitter account and a Facebook group. Uh, you can find the, both of those on the services themselves and on our website. Uh, to get into the Facebook group, you have to ask for access, answer two simple questions, which we put on there to keep the spammers at bay, and then uh, you're in immediately. Uh, so on to this week's retail releases. All right, for the week of, what week is this? April 21st through the 24th, we had a couple two-tree things come out. So on the 21st, we had Obey Me, uh, Gato Robato. We talked about that one last week. That one's a Game Pass game, too. Yeah, we remember, because we did we yeah. recorded late, so we went yeah. through all these last week. But Yep. Then we have Brutal Rage on the 22nd. This is, uh, wow. This game's something else. It looks like an old, like, uh, brawling game from the arcades from, like, 25 years ago. Yeah. Sort of. uh, then Guard Duty on the 22nd. Help will come tomorrow on the 22nd. MotoGP 20. That was on the 23rd, which I think is today. Yes. Yep. We're recording this on Thursday. If you couldn't tell there. That one is Xbox One X Enhanced. Deliver Us the Moon tomorrow, the Friday of the 24th. That one is Game Pass. Also, Archaica, The Path of Light on the 24th. Sunless Sea, Submariner Edition. That's with a Z. <clears throat> on the 24th, War Theater, Xbox One X Enhanced. Uh, Quest Hunter. On April 24th, Quern on the 24th, and that's it. And apparently, GeoRifters was listed, but they removed it from the list. So that is absent if you were listening to the show last week. <clears throat> All right. And then uh, Games with Gold, that one uh, did a switcheroo, what, about a week ago? Yes, exactly a week ago. So we have Project Cars 2 for the month of April. 
So that's good for about another week or so, a little bit over a week. Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle. Uh, that one started on the 16th, good through mid-May. And I've heard lots of good things about Knights of Pen and Paper. Uh, I've never played the games personally, but I know on mobile devices they were a big hit. A lot of people said they were pretty good. And then for Back Compat, we have Toy Box Turbos. And I think that one replaced the game. I forgot yeah. what the other game was. But uh, Toy Box Turbos is available for you. And so that's it with Games Gold. If you want to make any purchases on Amazon, uh, especially if you're looking to get your subscription of toilet paper delivered to your house regularly because you can't find it anywhere else or something along those lines, does not have to be computer or video game related. It can be anything. Uh, you know, Please uh, use our affiliate link. It's a great way to support the show. We get a little finder's fee for sending you their way. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Also, another great way to support the show is if you're an iTunes user, find us within the iTunes store, give us a five-star ranking rating that improves us in the rankings over there and helps more people find out about the community and the show. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music that we used uh, in the show. So I think that's about it. Sounds good. For the short show, 557, mm-hmm. which we started about... Well, actually, it's not too bad. About an hour and 20 minutes ago. About hour 15, hour 20. I think our pre-talk was longer than the show. Yeah, yeah, it was. So we've been here for at least three hours talking. Yes, we have. So, all right, so I know, right? So I'm Rob Olson, who's pre-star. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. Mark, a.k.a. Wingman 709, taking off. 